10, 10 9, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Here we are. It is Tuesday, July 20th. Thank you guys for joining us and thank you as always for checking in. We love seeing your text first thing in the morning. You can text us or call us at 702-364-9400. Nelsie's checking in this morning. So is Melissa and Francis, Marcus and Maria, Zach, Corey, Taff, Jeremiah, Rudy, Cujo. We have Husker Bob in Kansas, Raul, Jim in Michigan, Joyce, Turtle and Boofle, Lance. Also checking in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. We love getting your tweets throughout the show. Mike from North Las Vegas is checking in. So is Dawn, Martin, Christina, Michelle, Melodies, Daya is listening, and so is Amelia. So thank you guys for that, and welcome. How are you this morning? Good. Happy to be here on this Tuesday morning. How are you feeling last night, or how are you feeling this morning? First full day back after a nice two-week vacation. How'd it go yesterday? It was a little bit of an adjustment, just getting back into the swing of things. It wasn't necessarily worse. I kind of felt like I was running around more on vacation, so <laughs> I actually felt like I slowed down. But, you know, just trying to get back into things and your routine and, and making sure that you have things and so yeah it was a little bit of an adjustment but nothing too terrible how about for you you kind of same. it was nice to get back into that routine that i was used to my my normal daily routine don't get me wrong love vacation and, and love being able to do different things and have some more free time but it's nice to kind of get back to that routine that i'm so used to doing so yeah you know, i feel great it was a nice day yesterday yeah it's uh it, the, the one thing that is getting to me a little bit is this weather the gloominess in the morning is making it really hard for me to kind of like <laughs> fully wake up i'm always like oh there's want to stay in bed and it's very humid out there and that too is like man the humidity i'm fine with the the heat bring mm-hmm. on the heat but when you throw humidity into it oh i'm not a fan yeah it's a whole different ball game it's gonna kind of be like this all week long too i, I liked it on i did like that rain on sunday though because it was kind of the, the, the gloomy rainy day Nice hanging out inside and kind of had me inside getting that mindset to return back to work and getting back into the swing of things. So I did like that on Sunday. But, yeah, I'm kind of the same way as far as the week progresses. I, I enjoy it at first for a couple of days, but then I want to start getting some sun. So I feel like going outside and doing some things. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one of those things where it's like a demotivator. The sun is more <laughs> of a motivator for sure. So you had a good night last night? I did. I was thinking about you at the gym because I was doing legs last night. I went to the gym, to, uh, LVAC, to do legs. And I think everyone in the Valley at this gym last night was doing legs because every single machine was taken and I finally got on a squat rack and I like to go heavy on squats but you know the joke is that I don't go that low I go I, I go down a bit but not as far down as you should go to do a proper squat and the machine I was on last night was not conducive for me to do heavy weights on so was, I was doing very light weights I said you know what I'm gonna go butt to grass I'm gonna go all the way down and see how it feels Man, you feel that. You feel that when you do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> right? Is it not? Yes, to feel it happens. Oh, I, you feel like you're supposed to feel something when you do this? Wow, that's, I, a, that's a shocker. What the heck am I doing here? I had, the, I had the bar last night, just 45 pounds, and I went all the way down and came up. I'm like, oh, boy. So I, I did uh, 10 sets of that. Uh, 10 reps of that ended up doing put a couple more weights on and everything but man because normally i'll put like 345s on each side and, and i'll go down a little bit and come back up but woo-hoo. but i know that's always a joke i don't go down far enough so i was thinking about you last night when i was doing my leg workout well nice job yeah going down low that's the way to do it that's for sure <laughs> like I, I i know that you know when we when i was doing crossfit that that was the rule if you didn't break parallel 
with your knees, that was a no rep. So anyone who tried to cheat their way, just going down a little bit, the our, our, our coach would yell, no rep, no rep. So you just have to do it again. So might as well get your butt down there. And you guys, you would hold the bar in front, right? When you guys would do your squats? It no, do- it just depends. Sometimes you do back squats. Sometimes you do front squats. It depends on what that day's workout is. Because I thought about doing the front squats, but I forgot how you're supposed to properly hold the bar up front. So I, I just, I ended up doing my regular back squats. But yeah, I, I remember doing the front squats at your gym that one time. And you I thought to that- keep your elbows up. That's the thing. They always say elbows up, elbows up. Um, if you bring them down low, you're going to fall forward. Oh, you're holding it like this? Yeah. Uh, you okay. got to put bring your elbows, elbows up higher up. up. Yeah, like, up. yeah okay. exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here, I'll coach you. Come to the gym. <laughs> I, I should have I FaceTimed you last night. Like, Mercedes, how do I do this front squat? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I've, I've been doing some other workouts. I've been doing, like, the Peloton, and then, but I do miss the weight stuff. And so um, I, my friends have been inviting me to their workouts, and they, they go to Orange Theory. And so I've been going a couple of times, and I really like it because it's a lot of cardio, which I'm not a fan of, but I have to do. And then, um, then they have some weights in there, and they don't they don't do barbell work, which I really like. But they do weights, they do you know hand weights, and and I think I think there might be kettlebells there. We haven't used them yet, but um, yeah. So I really miss that 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 part's really important as far as a workout goes. And then Orange Theory, man, they put you to the test. I oh. did it once. I remember going in there, guys like, oh, you should be good here. I'm like, really? And I was dying. Yeah, it's oh. tough. It's just a lot of running, a lot of cardio. So uh, I have my Peloton to thank for being able to hang for a while, uh-huh. but they're running at like nine miles an hour, and here I am, 5.2. I'm just going to stay at this pace <laughs> that because I can't go that fast. So yeah, there's a oh, there's so many different workouts out there, and they're all good in their own ways. Yeah, as long as you're out and about moving, I think it's a great thing. Yeah, but just uh, and if, when I do legs again uh, on Sunday, if I'm in that situation, prepare for and, and think of me. Think of me. I yes. All right, let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the very first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Man in the Mirror" by Michael Jackson? By Alanis Morissette. Or do you want to hear Bulletproof by LaRue? Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. On Monday, Justin Bieber posted a black and white photo of himself and his wife, Haley, with the caption, quote, Mom and Dad. Well, it was enough to send the internet into a frenzy, wondering if this was his way of hinting that they're going to be parents. And then hours later, Haley finally commented, saying, quote, I think you should maybe change this caption to Dog Mom and Dad before anyone gets it twisted. She added a laughing emoji. 
Yeah, I saw that. I, I, I thought the same thing, but then immediately her comment was like right at the top, and I was like, oh, ha ha. <laughs> hey, you got us for a little bit. Well, today is the 52nd anniversary of the moon landing. On July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became the first humans to ever land on the moon, and then Neil Armstrong became the first person to walk on the moon. That's one small step for man. Which is fitting because this morning, Jeff Bezos and his Blue Origin ship will be going to space. Launch time is about 10 minutes away. Yeah, 6 o'clock. They're going to be launching, and they're already getting ready. I'm, I'm watching a live feed of it, actually, while we're doing uh, while we're doing the show, just to see what's going on. And they're all just sitting there in the he's capsule. He's the same thing. Uh, what, the, you know, there's an 18-year-old on there. Um, he's, a, he's a Dutch finance guy's son. And he was not supposed to go. Remember, there was that person that won the spot for like $23 million or something ridiculous. Yes. They had a scheduling conflict, which is very weird. (laughs) Like, what's more important than this? But okay, whatever. Disappointment. You you know, you got a scheduling conflict. So they threw this kid in or they went to the second highest bidder, which was that finance guy. And he said, I want my son to do it. And so he, the way they have the camera set up, you can see the kid, the 18 year old. And he keeps looking out and waving. (laughs) I'm looking at the CNN feed. Is is that what you're looking at as well? I'm looking at the CBS feed right now. Yeah. So it's just, it's really I see the kid looking out the window. He's like, just like, wow, this is cool. (laughs) So it's going to be an 11 minute flight. They're going to go 60 miles above earth in about 15 minutes here. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty epic. I do have to say the Blue Origins, uh, like rocket and pod, it's very, um, it's it's got that phallic looking thing going on. I just keep looking at him like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it's funny what the mind sees. Yeah, right. The season finale of Loki brought in huge ratings for Disney Plus. One point nine million households checked it out during its first five days of release. And then imagine how many people in our household watching this. I know you watched it. How did it rank in your mind compared to the season finale of WandaVision? And the season finale, season finale of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think it beats both of them. I thought it was so good. It was mind blowing. It was excellent, and uh, yeah, I just I loved it. Uh, Steph, did you end up watching Loki? I know you started it. Did you did you finally see the finale? I finished it last night. What did you think? I'm still, I have a lot of questions, although it was really good. I still rank WandaVision first, Loki second, and then Falcon Winter Soldier third. Okay, yeah, well, you know, WandaVision was super strong. I just, I love, I have a Marvel expert in my house, Mm -hmm. so she explained everything to me, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Well, the official ratings are, yeah, 1.9 million for for the finale of Loki, and then WandaVision second with 1.4 million, and uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier, actually, that was second with 1.7. 1.4 1.4 million for WandaVision. So, I mean, both strong numbers for yeah. all those franchises. But yeah, I heard so much buzz about Loki. All right, coming up here in. All right. Gotta get rid of that crutch. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, we'll have more dirt. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1445. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on Tuesday, July 20th. And if you are up this early, you are most likely aware of the big launch this morning. Jeff Bezos is flying to space aboard Blue Origin's New Shepard spacecraft. And they are slated for liftoff right now. Now, the launch has not happened. We're both watching a a live feed here. You may 
you may be watching it too. Um, and right now, it, did it I, go? They, it, it, I, it went. Okay, I'm watching a live feed. That's. It's. I think it was delayed. It was delayed by 13 minutes because I, I still see it here with a, a countdown of T minus 11 okay, minutes. Okay, then I'm watching something that's showing a simulation. I was like, wait, TV's showing yeah, one no, thing. This just, is showing they another. They just announced a couple minutes ago that it was pushed back by 13 minutes. So okay. we're, right now we're T minus 11 minutes until until launch. You've got Jeff Bezos on there, his brother Mark Bezos, Wally Funk, who is the oldest woman to go into space, and then Oliver Damon, who is the youngest person. <laughs> looks awesome, Oliver. 18 years old, <laughs> T-minus 11 minutes, yeah, right now. So everyone is anxiously awaiting that to see uh, to see how that's going on. But yes, uh, it has been delayed. There's, they're showing them right now when they were boarding previously and so i'm watching the cbs feed i think you said you were on the cnn feed right now uh, no, back I'm on, I'm on cbs now oh, okay. uh, cnn they said though it was delayed but now i'm, I'm seeing that uh a simulation of the liftoff yeah i saw that goes. i was like oh my god wait what <laughs> happened i didn't even hear the countdown how do we have a camera next to it in space this is incredible yeah so this is uh this is the big story of the morning pretty cool that they can do it i'm seeing a lot of things on both sides like Wow, this is amazing that we're able to do this. Other people are like, well, what a waste of money. We could be using this money here on Earth <laughs> instead. Well, but, I, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, I mean, it's such a cool thing to be watching. We're, we're setting this, you know, going up to space 60 miles above Earth. And then this so made an analogy that I was watching earlier that you go back to the Wright brothers and their very first flight was seconds, not that long. They were off, you know, the, the plane took off for just a little bit. And look where aviation went from there. Yeah. Who knows where space travel can go from this little, I mean, little 60 miles off the planet. Who knows what's next for space travel? I think this is a big thing. It is. Uh, it, it is really cool. Then don't read the comments because some people will disagree. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Never sure <there> read <laughs> the comments. That's that's my rule in life. Don't read the comments. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Keep you posted on everything that is going on with that this morning. Would you want to go up? I don't think so. I I think it's really cool, but no, I I just don't think I would want to go up. Would you? Not right now, no. Uh-uh. Maybe down the road, sure, once we get more developed and stuff. But, um, you know, I saw the Richard Branson one and then watching this one. I would just, you know, it's, it's, I think it's fantastic, but I, I would not want to be one of the first ones to go up. Yeah, I just, I don't really have an interest in, in doing that. As far as, yeah, there is the risk involved, but it's not even the risk. It's just like... I, I don't know if I want to be a part of all that like craziness and fanfare and stuff. It just seems like a lot. And I, I don't know that I would want to be in the center of it all. Would you want, if you were going to do it, would you want walk-up music as you're walking to your spacecraft? And like the next astronaut boarding is Mercedes Martinez. And what would you play as you walk to your spacecraft? Would I want walk-up music? No, I would not. Oh. That even more puts a spotlight on me. But I'd if like, I had to go. pick something, if I had to pick something, um, I think that the Chicago Bulls music. That you know, oh, yeah. I think that would be good. I don't want a song where there's some lyrics. I just want like a background noise that it's kind of like very intriguing. And I think that Chicago Bulls music, yeah. As you're walking now, down the catwalk. Entering Blue Origins. New Shepard spacecraft. At five foot nine. It's Mercedes Martinez. And I just walk in like, yes, hello. But again, I wouldn't be walking in because I don't want to go. <laughs> How about you? What would you pick? Uh, I think I would do this. Again, it's already gone. Yeah, yeah. The second uh, time, third time. On my own too. Wow. Like, forget you. I'm doing this one alone now. You're the astronauts. I, I got this myself. That's a yeah. What would your walk-up song? 
to Blue Origin be? <laughs> Think about that. That's funny. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I know a lot of people are anxiously awaiting this, so we'll keep you posted on that. I'm sure we'll have some news on it in the Hot 3, and hopefully everything goes off uh, smoothly. But we have a, an exciting show coming up here, even though no one's flying off into space. No, we have a lot going on here Yeah, this morning, including Riley Smith from our Vegas Golden Knights will be on the show this morning at 7.30 to talk about the battle for Vegas, which is happening at the Las Vegas Ballpark this Saturday. And what an all-star lineup he's got this year. Oh, yeah. So excited to see Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, Ryan Reeves. Uh, we've got Zach Whitecloud. And then they're playing Marcus Allen's team for the Raiders. Huge Raider names. Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, uh, Henry Ruggs. It's just, it's insane that they have these lineups going against each other. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. All the details then coming out when Riley Smith joins us at 7.30. And don't forget about the prizes we have. The Backstreet Boys Holiday Show, a very Backstreet Christmas. We've got your tickets in the 9 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour tickets to go see Justin Bieber. And also coming up here in just about 15 minutes, we have that Apple HomePod Mini. That's yours when you win Heads Up. And also up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. On the way next, we're going to talk about Halsey. She had a baby. What she named her little one. The president of the Las Vegas Raiders resigns. The reason he said he was going to walk away. And if you have little ones that have started speaking with an English accent, we may know why. That's coming up next in What's Trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, in less than five minutes. We've got for you that Apple HomePod Mini. That's yours when you win Heads Up. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Well, it's going to be trending. Let's talk really quickly about the Blue Origins capsule that just launched. It is... uh, it is up in space. They it launched about five minutes ago, and if you're if you're seeing the video of it, they are up there. And some of the audio is really funny. They're all cheering. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, his brother, and two other people are on there, and they're just like, "Wow!" It's it's kind of funny to listen to. I'm sure we'll get some audio of that in a little bit, but it's a. Uh, it's official. It's the new Shepherd is up in space and kind of a cool launch. If you're able to witness that, I'm sure it's going to be all over and will definitely be trending here later on this morning. Also trending this morning is Halsey. Congratulations go out to Halsey and her partner, Olive Aiden, on the birth of their first child. She posted a photo after she gave birth with the caption, gratitude for the most rare and euphoric birth powered by love, Ender Ridley Aiden, 7-14-2021. Halsey recently opened up for the first time about Aiden and their relationship together. She said, Olive and I have been really good friends for four years. And when the stars aligned, our relationship became romantic. And it was pretty evident that he and I were both like, oh, my gosh, you're the person I'm supposed to start a family with. And that they did. The news of her birth um, comes just days before she announced her fourth studio album. If I can't have love, I want power. So it's been a big few days for Halsey. <laughs> She's a busy woman. Good for her. That's I, I'm, I'm happy for that woman the, and the guy too. <laughs> the uh, the photo of her just you know laying there with the baby on her chest and Olive right there. It's like so emotional. There's so much emotion in her face, and you can just feel like. Wow, what a life-changing moment. If you want to see the photo, we have it posted on our website at Mix941.fm. Can you, I mean, can you, what's that like? That, that moment your child comes out and you hold your child for the first time. Can you put into words what that feeling is like? Honestly, it, for me, it was just kind of a blur. Everything was happening so fast, and it was just like, 
I, I wish I was able in it a little more, but I was just like, what, what is happening? Like you're sitting there and you're, you're pushing and you're pushing and, and then all of a sudden they put a baby on your chest. You're like, ah, huh? <laughs> but it was amazing. I mean, yeah, I just, I could totally relate to the expression she had on her face. It was just like so much emotion. You can't contain it. So congratulations to Halsey and to Aleph. Also trending this morning is Prince Harry. According to the AP, he is working on his own memoir. This will be juicy. I think we mentioned this yesterday. The 36-year-old Duke of Sussex is working with Random House Publishing House on what is described as an intimate and heartfelt memoir. They say he's going to share for the first time the definitive account of his experiences, adventures, losses, and life lessons that have helped shape him. They add that the the memoir will cover his lifetime in the public eye and childhood to the present day, including... His dedication to service, the military duty that took him twice to the front lines of Afghanistan, and the joy he has found in being a husband and a father. I wonder if we talk about those uh, party days in Vegas, too. Remember that? Yeah. Those, it was about 10 years ago or so. Was that your party? And were there nude photos that surfaced at one point? I hope nothing is off limits. I mean, if he's going to go for it, you might as well just say everything. You know, what What happened? What were you thinking? What were you going through? He was in Vegas. He was young, having a good time. Can't blame the guy. Like a lot of people. Right? You know, only he's in the public eye, yeah. so he's going to be scrutinized a little bit more. Also trending this morning is Mark Bedane. So the president of the Las Vegas Raiders resigned yesterday. He played a key role in the team's move to Las Vegas, and he's been with the organization since 1991. He's been president since 2013. He released a statement saying, quote, the successful construction and operation of Allegiant Stadium has been unequivocally the most challenging part of my 30 years with the organization. Seeing it through to the end has been rewarding beyond measure. Now that the project is complete, It is time for me to focus on my family and look ahead to new pursuits. He also said, once a Raider, always a Raider. He's going to be replaced on an interim basis by Dan Ventrell, who has been serving as an executive vice president and general counsel. And this is the guy that you met when you toured Allegiant Stadium. You're hanging out with him and his wife, and he said they were just a wonderful couple? Yeah. I didn't didn't even know he was the president. I just thought he was a nice guy, and his wife was amazing, and we were just talking, talking, and then someone afterwards like, how do you know Mark Bredain? I'm like, uh, I just met him. And they're like, do you know who he is? I'm like, no. He's <laughs> like, here for the Allegiant pre- Stadium He's a president. Tour. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Well, so there there goes my in. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. I'm joking. I didn't. That was the last time I talked to him. And then finally this morning, Peppa Pig is trending. If you have noticed that your child is suddenly speaking with a British accent, they are a victim of the Peppa effect. American kids are binge watching so much of the British cartoon that they are developing English accents and even using words like telly and read, or ready, steady, go. All that extra telly time during COVID restrictions appears to be making... Oh, don't play that yet. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Um, all that extra time during the COVID restrictions to, uh, appears to be making the phenomenon more widespread. Peppa Pig was the second most in-demand cartoon after SpongeBob SquarePants from March of 2022, February of 2021. So it's definitely being binged during uh, COVID. So did you, have you ever watched Peppa Pig? I have not seen an episode. Okay, so there's one episode that is so savage. Uh, it is my favorite Peppa Pig clip ever. 
I don't know if it's going to translate as well just with the audio. I'm hoping it does, but it's so funny. Okay, so she is upset because she doesn't know how to whistle, okay? And she calls her friend to see if they know how to whistle. And here's how that goes. Can you whistle, Susie? No. Oh, good. I mean, that's sad if you can't whistle. But good, because I can't whistle. What's whistling anyway? You put your lips together and blow. Like this. Oh, no. She hangs up on her friend because she can whistle. It is so funny. It was my favorite Peppa Pig clip of all time because she just looks at the photos. She's like, click. <laughs> my friend can whistle. I'm not talking to her That's anymore. how you handle situations, oh, kids. You hang up on your friends. It was awesome. And that is what's trending. They landed, by the way. Uh, Bezos and company is back down on, on planet Earth. I saw that. That's uh, That was very exciting. That was cool. Yeah. I thought they would be up there longer. Now, up and down real quick. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out here. But yeah, land Ended safely. Everything went off without a hitch. So there you go. Very exciting and uh, huge, <laughs> huge, huge. If you have money too, that's a uh, that's something to do, right? What go up to space? Yeah, yeah. If you got like, what, what do you do if you have lots of money? Hey, go to space on a Tuesday hey, morning. Let's go to space. Why not? Okay, um, we have a really cool prize right now for heads up. So it's caller twenty seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Your caller twenty, you get to play heads up, and you're playing for something cool. Yeah, we have a, a very useful product. You can use it to listen to Mix 94.1 play all of your favorite artists like Anne-Marie and Niall Horan. We are talking about the Apple HomePod Mini courtesy of Warner Records. You will win one and you will also qualify to win the grand prize of a three-pack of Apple HomePod Mini so you can listen throughout the house. Caller 20, you pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get 6 and 60, you win. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Felicia, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am. All right. Let's make you a winner. Pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with Willy Wonka, Big Frank, Queen's Gambit, or Take a Drink? Let's do Take a Drink. Take a Drink. All right. National Refreshment Day is on Thursday. So these are all different types of beverages. Who okay. do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I think I'm going to go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Felicia, here's the deal. Very simple. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you'll get that Apple HomePod Mini. Ladies, you start now. Coors, Budweiser, Corona. Beer. Yes. Pepsi. Coca-Cola. Coke. Yeah. Uh, no, oh. Well, what is? what are they types of? Soda? Yes. Um. Th- the H2O is? Water. Yes. This is, um, after a workout, you might drink this to help your muscles. Protein? Uh, 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 what Protein c- shake? Yes. This is, uh, there's green, there's, like, lemon zinger, there's... Juice? Um, no, um, like, you might get one, you could get it hot or iced. Oh, tea. Yes. This is, um, in the winter time, you put marshmallows in this. Or, Cocoa? Uh, yeah. Chocolate? Hot chocolate? Yes! Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, Felicia, congratulations, you got it. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah, great prize. You just got an Apple HomePod Mini, and then you're also qualified for the grand prize, the Apple HomePod 3-pack, which includes two extra minis and the HomePod. So congratulations, Felicia. You're all set. Thank you so much. That's so awesome. You are welcome. We'll be playing Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour, and we'll be giving away Justin Bieber tickets when we play them. That's exciting. And right now, it's Ed Sheeran, his latest Bad Habits. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. 
Mix 94.1. That's Ed Sheeran's latest called Bad Habits. It is 638 Mercedes in the morning, and we're getting some uh, some tweets this morning in regards to something we talked about earlier in what's trending about Peppa Pig. And we played that one clip of her hanging up on her friend <laughs> because uh, she knew how to whistle. A lot of people said that she's more savage than that. There's more. The, the, Peppa Pig is actually very, very salty sometimes and so i we've been instructed to go back and watch but i'm afraid because i don't want this this peppa effect to take effect into us and what that is is the peppa effect a lot of uh, parents are noticing that their kids are talking now with british accents because they've watched been watching so much peppa pig in this past year due to lockdowns and stuff that all of a sudden kids are like turn on the telly and 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 saying you know all these things with british accents i think that's kind of funny although british accents they're top tier. They sound pretty good. They do. And there's, there's actually certain words that they use overseas that, that I do like. I like that word telly. There's another one that actually Chris Martin used in your interview with him that you did over our vacation. And it's a word that someone used with me um, right before we went on vacation. And that's how Europeans refer to vacation as holiday. It was the Friday before we were leaving town. We we're having our sushi dinner. And at the sushi bar next to us, there was a gentleman from Germany, originally from Germany. He's had a great conversation with him throughout our dinner. And as we're leaving, you know, I told him we're going on vacation and stuff and as we're leaving he says um well you and laura and you enjoy your holiday i'm like i like that holiday and then with chris martin i'll play the audio when you interviewed chris martin we were on vacation you came back into the studio to do the interview with chris martin and here's what he had to say with you how are you i'm great and i'm grateful to be alive and thank you for coming in from your holiday i like that referring to vacation <laughs> as holiday there, it's very there's something very cute about there that is. is there is there a, a phrase from another language or uh th- that's the same language but obviously it's a, it's a different phrase uh that you use in everyday life and what is it something from a different culture or a different country 702-364-9400 i got a bu- i got a buddy that's, that's british and he uses the word bloody all the time and i like that as well i've never I, I don't use it in my vocabulary but i like when he uses it oh bloody hell oh bloody why are you to do that he uses it all the time I'm like oh yeah i put some emphasis on that there's a phrase you use all the time all the time that is from a different language like all the time you use it do you know what it yeah, is what is it you don't know no steph do you know what it is there's a there's a phrase that jc uses all the time from another language and it, it, it's from it, it's so funny because he uses it all the time i'm trying to think the only thing i can think of right now is all right <laughs> <laughs> it's Carte blanche. A carte blanche. <laughs> I had, he had carte blanche to do this. Oh, I have carte blanche. <laughs> like, you use that phrase a lot. That, that's, that's French, obviously. And uh-huh. it's, it means, you know, that you can do anything any way you want to do it. You have carte blanche to do it. But I've noticed that you use that one a lot. I do say that a lot. Yeah, carte blanche. What are you going to do on the show today? Carte blanche. When someone sneezes, I will say, Gesundheit. <laughs> do you say Gesundheit? I don't. I don't. I was just trying to be, uh, I was trying to make you feel better. No, I, I like, like I like carte blanche. Um, but there is, oh gosh, what do I say? I know I use foreign phrases. What, Steph, do you use any slang from another country? I don't anymore. When I studied abroad in New Zealand, I learned so much slang. I want to see if you guys can kind of maybe translate some of them. Okay. What is sweet as? Sweet as? Sweet as. Can you use it in a sentence? Oh, man, that was so sweet as. Like, cool? Yes. Oh. So they use a lot of that, and they do a lot of, um, like, are you keen? Like, are you down? Keen. Like, they say, they replace down or are you with it with keen. 
And instead of uh, McDonald's, they'll say Mackers. Like, hey, you want to go to Mackers after the after the bar? Like Mackers. I was like Mackers. That's a that's I'm a keen cool with one. that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that one. What what else? Deja vu. Olivia Rodrigo uses that one. <laughs> she, she gets fancy with her songs. Huh? Uh, well, uh, what other? I think the I English, bloody don't know Mercedes. <laughs> they they call their sneakers trainers, and that always throws me off. Like I got a new pair of trainers, and I'm I'm thinking of like they've got two trainers that help them in the gym. I'm like, wow, a pair of them? Why why isn't one good enough? You need two trainers? Yeah, multiple trainers. Oh, shoes. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> some of the stuff works, some of the stuff we need a little bit of a translation. This is good. It's not sometimes. It's all right. But, um, you know, you have carte blanche to say whatever <laughs> Thank it is you, you want to say. <laughs> Coming up next, we have the hot three. And what do you have for us? All right, a lot of people are traveling now. We're going to talk about the typical road trip. How long is it? And what do we hear the most on it also how many email addresses have you had in your lifetime and 72 percent of us say we have a favorite one of these what is it we'll tell you coming up next in the hot three Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We just got a text from Lori on the text line. She's listening on the Odyssey app and has requests for Jennifer Lopez. And we'll do some Jennifer Lopez right after the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. All right. First things first, if, if you were looking for info on the Blue Origins flight that went up into space this morning, it has landed safely. We're going to have some audio and some more details for the, on that coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Right now, though, we're in the thick of summer. So a gas company recently commissioned a study to determine what a typical road trip looks like. And after consulting people, the typical road trip, they say, lasts just under four hours, covers 150 miles, features four people who play two travel games, and who, on average, hear four cries of are we there yet. Do you play travel games when you take a road trip? My wife and I do have a travel game, and we did a road trip to Wyoming. Ten hours up to Jackson Hole, then three and a half hours through um, Yellowstone to get to Cody, and then we came back from Cody. It was 12, 12 and a half hours coming back. And the game we play is RV Camper. You have to try to identify when it's coming down the highway, if it's an RV or if it's a camper. And we keep tally of who counts the most. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that game before. I think we created it on our own. Because yeah, uh, last year we were driving it. We kept seeing all these RVs and campers. <laughs> and there's certain rules and, and stuff. If you identify it as an RV and it's a camper, you do lose a point. And so that, that's the game that my wife and I play. And we played like the Slug Bugs, the Ice Spies, and the License Plate games. That's that that's pretty much what we do but i don't like doing the road trips anymore if we can make it a, a flight i'll I'll take the flight <laughs> at any point well, I, I i just love driving i was so I, I get excited to do these these long drives and the, going up there it's, it's a lot faster one because it's shorter it's 10 hours to get to jackson hole but we're excited we're on vacation the drive back it is a little bit harder because kind of tired from vacation you're coming home from vacation it is a longer drive so that's when we took some extra stops just so I can get out and kind of just get some fresh air, stretch the legs and, and wake up a little bit more. Maybe it's a kid thing because it, that's one of the reasons I don't like doing the road trip. <laughs> um, but as they get older, now they just put their AirPods in. They do their own thing on their 
phone or whatever. And so it's it's not as bad. But before you had to bring like a bazillion things. I guess you still have to bring those things on the flight. But I don't know. They just lasted a lot longer. They say families on average have two arguments, which involve things like windows being opened or closed, who sits where, who ate the snacks. And a total of six snacks are consumed, with the most popular being sandwiches, chips and sweet stuff and 41% love listening to the radio the typical road trip has about 40 songs a lot of them include songs like Dancing Queen by ABBA Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi Happy by Pharrell and Mr. Brightside by The Killers pit stops they last roughly 17 minutes and we usually go on eight road trips like these per year there's a rest stop in Utah when you when you pull off big gas station and they got a petting zoo Oh, nice. It's like, okay. Just take, you know, stretch your legs, go yeah. pet some animals. Why not? Oh, there's a camel. Okay. I'll stretch my legs and say hi to you, camel. Very nice. Also this morning, remember when you made your first email address and it was it something ridiculous like, you know, Bob B-Ball for life or something at hotmail.com. Are you still checking that email or even using it? A recent poll asked people how many email addresses that they have had in their lives. And the most common response was two. With 19% of the vote, 18% of people have had three, and 71% say they've had between one and five. 7% have had more than 10, and the age group that has had the fewest email addresses was people 55 and older. Another poll asked people how many unread mail emails they have had in their personal email inbox, and it sounds like most people keep on top of that. 23% of people have only between one and 10 unread emails and 14% say they have zero. Wow. 8% say they have more than a thousand. Do you still ch- check your Yanks diva account? I don't, I haven't checked it in years. Check I, it. I, I, I don't even remember the password. I have no <laughs> idea what the password is. I, yeah, I haven't used my Yanks diva at, it was either Hotmail or, or Yahoo. I can't remember, but it was one of those, and I haven't checked it in years. What if there's an old friend that just that had that email address when you when you first started emailing people, and they've sent you some really meaningful emails, and they're just sitting there waiting for you to read all these all these decades later? You know, I guess I my mindset is. If they were that great of a friend, they'd they'd have a way to contact me. Good other point. than that, That's a great point. how about you? Do you? I know you still have your Radio JC email. Yes, Radio JC at yahoo.com. I still use it to this day, and it gives me chills when I give it out. I've, I've got a Gmail account. Um, that's just that my name, but it's still, it's, it's longer. It's using my full name because JC Fernandez is taken on Gmail. So I still use the Radio JC, and it's like go oh, email address. Um, Radio JC. <laughs> At Yahoo. Oh, and you work on the radio? (laughs) So embarrassing. I know. It's so embarrassing. All right. Finally, this morning, is there one month of the year that you hate more than every other month? Most of us do have one, according to a recent poll. But July, it's not a very common answer. Only 3% of people said that July is their least favorite month. That is on par with most months. But four different months stood out. Do you have, before I give you the answers, what is your least favorite month? I'll bring you in on this one, Steph, as well. Uh, least favorite month. I'm go- I got to pick one? Yeah. I'm going to say March. Okay, Steph? Oh, that's hard. Maybe it's, maybe it's February because it goes by so fast. Mm. Like, I wish it lasted a little longer. Mine is January. I always get the January, like, blahs. Uh-huh. The holidays are over. Then it's just like... 
Here we are in January. It goes forever, too. Yeah. January is the endless month. And so according to this, our least favorite month of the year is January. 19% of people say it's the worst, followed by yours, Steph, February at 15%. And third on the list is next month. 10% of adults say August sucks the most, maybe because it's back to school month. Mm. And then there's really no holidays in August either. Like you, I, as a kid, I would always look forward to the next holiday, even if it was like St. Patrick's Day or Easter, or, you know, whatever Memorial Day. But then you have August. There's really no holidays in August. So, it is just back to school. I was blessed then to be born in the month of August because that's what I look forward to. In August is my birthday. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, that's a great point. There's no holidays in the month because I'm so focused. I got my birthday this month. I'm not even paying attention. There's nothing else going on. In the August. rest of us are like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, December is fourth at seven, so not everyone loves the holidays. And March is fifth with four percent of the vote. Twenty six percent of Americans say they don't have a least favorite month. So uh, most people just are are happy. <laughs> to be alive. <laughs> and that's it. Coming up next hour at 7.30, Riley Smith from the Vegas Golden Knights will be on the show to talk about the big battle for Vegas charity softball game that's happening this weekend. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, that's a Jonas Brothers and Marshmallow. Lee, before you love me, it is 7.02, Mercedes in the morning in less than a half hour. Riley Smith from the Vegas Golden Knights will be joining us on the show. We're going to talk about this weekend's Battle for Vegas charity softball game that is happening. Also, we're just ahead of the big expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken. So... I know he knows what it feels like the night before an expansion draft. If you're out there, like, oh, I want to ask him about that. That's coming up 730 this morning. It's funny. I was just uh, I was just sending a a good morning text to my husband and uh, I had a weird I had a flashback to vacation. Um, Have you ever had a cell phone? I, I guess cell phone drama or something that happened to your cell phone, whether you lost it or you damaged it. Uh, over vacation, I forgot to mention this to you guys. I dropped my phone in the toilet. It was so disgusting. I would you use your phone after you dropped it in the toilet? Well, so you, I now I, I now have questions. Can I give you a lot of questions? You want to tell us a story because there's there some questions that come into play here. Okay, well we are here's a good story. The quick, right. a quick version. We we're in San Diego and we had just checked into our room and I was like, "Get me in there! I gotta go to the bathroom so bad." I was like dying. I had my phone in my back pocket. So as soon as we get in, put the suitcase down. I run into the bathroom, slam the door, and just pull my pants down. And then I hear clunk splash and i was like and i had to go so bad but then i realized oh my gosh i just my phone just fell in the toilet so i didn't even give it a second thought i just reached in there and i grabbed it sat on the toilet holding this toilet water phone went to the bathroom and i started screaming for my husband and i go help (laughs) so he's like what's wrong i was like i dropped my phone in the toilet do you have a bag of rice? And he starts laughing. He's like, a bag of rice? I'm like, yeah, I've seen that trick. Like, if you drop your phone in the water, you put it in a bag of rice and it'll help it not get damaged. He goes, is there anything wrong with your phone? And I look at it and I'm like, well, no, not yet. He's like, it's because you have the iPhone that's waterproof. You're fine. I was like, oh, really? So my phone is fine. I did give it a great cleaning with uh, some antibacterial wipes that I had and some alcohol wipes that the hotel provided, but I st- I'm still using it. It still works. 
it's all good. I would I would do the same thing because to me, there's a couple of factors that come into play. Did you use the toilet? So it was a fresh toilet. It was clean. Yes, it's a toilet, but it's it's clean water. So you didn't go in the toilet yet. But you did. To me, you did it the correct way. If it happens, happens, you can't think about it. You just got to go right away. Boom! Pull it out real yeah. fast. You got to go in and go out. You can't think about it. When you start thinking about it, you start hemming and hawing like, oh, this is dirty, or you know, God forbid. It's a messy toilet. You drop it in there. That, then that's a little bit different of a conversation. But the fact that it was a clean toilet, you in my mind, you did the right thing. Just immediately go in and get it out and then take care of business. But, but let's say that I didn't do it that fast. Let's say that I went to the bathroom and then I realized it. I still would have taken it out. I, there's just no way I would have not done it. And I was I, I was playing that scenario in my head. Like, what if I just could i had to go as badly enough as it was but i was able to wait until i grabbed it out of there but i was just like what if i couldn't have waited i still would have pulled that sucker out are you kidding me every my life's in that phone there's just no way do you have apple care um i do but from what i understand they don't cover that there's a little trick my husband was telling me that if if you damage it because you dropped it in water or you jumped in a pool or something, they have a way of being able to tell when they open the phone, there's something in there and it changes color when it's been exposed to water so they can say, oh, no, this is your fault, not ours. Is this like the blue dye that when we were talking yesterday, when you <laughs> pulled down the fire extinguisher, that mysterious blue dye sprays the person that pulled it down? Is this the same thing? That this is a thing that Apple put out there? That this is really not out there? Has anyone tested that? Is that true? That's what someone, a, a friend of ours, had happened to them because they jumped into a pool with it in their pocket and then they tried to say, oh, all of a sudden this isn't working. I don't know what happened. I, I have Apple Care. Replace it. So they had to send it to Apple and Apple sent them a message back saying, um, no, it's been exposed to water. So sorry, we're not covering. Yeah. Okay. Steph, Steph, that uh, did that happen to you with the with the water? Yes, I've been through so many phones that I've experienced almost every type of uh, damage. So yes, when you get water damage, they're able to look and they're saying, "Yep, we can't cover it. It looks like there's water damage." I even left my phone in the shower, not in the shower, but in the bathroom while I was in the shower. And the steam, even from that, was getting w- water on it. And I said. Why is my phone, you know, acting up? And they said, looks like you got water damage. And this was before iPhone. So maybe it's because it was a little bit sensitive. But I've been through so many phones that in one month, I went through three phones. What are you doing these phones? <laughs> I You're was, a mad woman. I know. I was a, a, a hot mess, I should say, at, in the back in the day when I was going through my breakup. <laughs> I went through three phones when I was going through my breakup with my ex. And he, um, I was out clubbing, got wasted, got my phone stolen. And then two weeks later, I had my replacement phone. And my replacement phone was it fell on the ground. I had a huge crack on it. Had to get that replaced. And I don't remember the third time, but I do remember getting it replaced for the third time. So me and my carrier, we uh, we go uh, way back. <laughs> we are like best friends. I have them on speed dial. <laughs> to the point where my dad put me on the uh, authorization. He's like, I'm tired of calling in for you. You're uh, you're on the authorization now. So has anyone else had any like major cell phone drama like that? Or you just, you cannot keep it without getting damaged 702-364-9400 or i remember one time i saw a girl buy a brand new iphone she got it all set up at the apple store i was there buying a case and she literally took it out of the box and dropped it oh and with the glass side down it just shattered and they replaced it for her i couldn't believe it i was like wow that's really cool i uh there's a there's a point where i was going through a bunch of screens i'd break it screen would shatter go to that the iphone doctor repair place they would replace it break it a couple days later this is just the screen so i got one of the i think it's an otter fox 
kind of like a hard case. Yeah. And that is a game changer. I was jogging, and I always jog with my phone in my hand, and the thing just flew out, hits the ground, and you see it like tumbling, tumbling, tumbling. No! Pick it up. It's still golden. Still golden. You should get like one of those little strappy things. So, or, oh yeah. Or well, I love these yoga pants that I found. They're the the Amazon Lulu knockoff ones, and they have a uh, a pocket on the side. So I don't know if they have anything equivalent for guys. And that thing stays secure in there. They are like the best pants to run in or you walk in or do whatever. You just slide your phone right in there. It's so nice. Real quick, you're using a porta potty. Phone falls into porta potty. What do you do? I can't even reach down there. Like exactly. it's too deep. I'm not diving in or anything. Hold that, one of your kids. No, that thing's gone. I'm bye bye. Hi, Apple Care. Someone stole my phone. <laughs> I don't know where it is. We see it's right next to you. No, it's, no. it's not. It's not. I looked. <laughs> Coming up next, we have the dirt. Do we have a Britney engagement? And BTS is breaking records. Details coming up in about ten minutes. Mix 4.1, Mercedes in the morning on this Tuesday morning, just about an hour from right now. We have Try It Tuesday. We'll be putting a beauty product to the test for you guys. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears was spotted wearing a ring on her ring finger during a coffee run in L.A., leading to speculation that she's engaged to boyfriend Sam Ascari. So last month, Spears spoke out about her desires to wed and have children, but claimed her conservatorship was prohibiting her from doing so. Hmm. I think they should just get married. Yeah, can they? I can't, legally, would they say, no, you can't because the rules are in place? Well, who's going to stop them? Then, yeah, exactly. I don't know if it would be null and void because of that. I'm mm, not yeah. sure, but yeah, let her live her life. My gosh. Honestly, let's do that. Sam, by the way, was involved in a slight fender bender near Britney's home on Monday. He rear-ended a woman who was driving a Saturn. Sam was in his lifted Jeep Wrangler Rubicon. Gee, wonder who won that fender bender. No injuries were support, uh, reported and no citations were issued. So BTS, they released a new song last week called Permission to Dance. If you missed it, here it is. This is the new number one song in the country, and it replaces their other song, Butter. No surprise. Now, Butter dropped to number seven on the charts. There are some fan bases that are, like, very passionate, and then there are some that are, like, really passionate. And I think the, that the Army, I think the Swifties, and I think the Beehive, I think those three are the most passionate. So BTS, what's that when he said? The Swifties, Swifties? Taylor Swift? Yeah. And then Beyonce's fans? Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? Is there, uh, what about other groups? Um, I don't know. Steph, do you think, like, the Navy... Rihanna's Navy, maybe? Oh, man. It's... They've been out of commission for a while. She hasn't <laughs> I... put anything out. Yeah, I saw, like, on Uber Facts on Twitter, like, it's been 2,000 days since her last album oh, release. Oh, my gosh. Man. <laughs> Hurry up. Go back in time. You take BTS and the Army going up against Backstreet Boys or NSYNC's fan base back in the day at the height of their popularity. Oh, BTS. BTS, really? Oh, 100%. 100%. Anytime we tweet anything about BTS, all of a sudden we get all these retweets <laughs> and the likes, and it's like crazy. BTS has achieved its first five number one hits in a span of 10 months and two weeks. So that's the third fastest in history. The Beatles hold the record for the quickest span of five, uh, five number one hits. They did it in exactly six months back in 1964. And then Michael Jackson is second with five number one hits that came from his Bad album in 1987. And it took him nine months and two weeks 
to achieve that. And going back to that album, man, so many hits. Oh, I think Badman had more hits off the album. Did it? I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I have no clue. Here's another one. You had five number one hits in nine months. That's crazy. Look at this. Peyton and Eli Manning will provide alternate commentary for some Monday Night Football games airing on ESPN2. Now, it sounds like their version will be a little bit more of a party than the normal commentary you get on regular ESPN broadcast. ESPN says that Peyton and Eli will bring a different approach, delving into conversation about broader, big-picture topics, while also honing in on the game, much like fans do when watching with their family and friends. They'll also be joined each week by a third host, plus guest athletes and celebrities. They're doing 10 games this season. I, I've been watching that show with um, with the, the two brothers, um, like the college bowl, like question show, whatever. And they're funny. They they really play off each other very well. So I would check that out. I think they'll be good. Yeah, I like that. Some kind of, oops, calm down, Michael Jackson. Some kind of different commentary. I, I think it'll be a really cool thing. And if you still want the regular commentary, you'll have it. If you want an alternate commentary, it's there for you guys. Yeah. We should wrap it up because coming up at 7.30. Riley Smith will be calling in. Can't wait to talk to him. Big Battle for Vegas Celebrity Softball game is happening this weekend where Team Riley goes up against Team Marcus Allen. Golden Knights versus Raiders. And a few surprises. Uh, well, we're going to talk about all of that coming up in just about five minutes. Don't go anywhere. Right now, it's James Bay. Let it go on Mix 94.1. Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. He is a member of your Vegas Golden Knights. And he is doing something really cool for our city. The second annual Battle for Vegas charity softball event happening at the Las Vegas Ballpark in downtown Summerlin this Saturday. Riley Smith on the phone. Hey, Riley. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me this morning. Oh, thank you for calling in. We're so excited to have you on the show for the first time. We've had some of your teammates on before. It is so nice to talk to you this morning. Huge, huge event happening this Saturday. And from what I remember, because I was at the first game, your team lost last time, right? Everyone's got to rub that in. <laughs> I'm not trying to really rub it close. in. <laughs> We raised a ton of money for a great cause, and we're going to do the same thing again this year. And, yes, we uh, we have some uh, uh, bragging rights to, to steal back this time. Well, just for the record, I was rooting for your team. So I'm, I'm oh, putting the that. good vibes out there. Tell us how the Battle for Vegas all started. What made you want to do, do something like this here? Honestly, when I first came to Vegas, uh, there was so much love and support for our team, but also um, it was just so welcoming for, for myself and my, or for my family and a lot of my teammates as well. So um, I've always wanted to do something where I could give back to, to mainly kids in need and um, children's charities, and I felt like it was just the perfect spot to do it. I really wanted to build a home here in Vegas, and I felt like, you know what, there was a great way to do it, and it was through um, – starting a charity event that we could do every year with this great new ballpark that, that was being built right next to our practice facility. 
it seemed like that was the, the best thing to do and, and have the Raiders join as well. It was, uh, they did a great job being able to support this cause as well. Do you get starstruck at all? Because you're facing off against Marcus Allen and his team. So when you go out there, when you guys played two years ago, do you get starstruck when you see like an athlete like Marcus Allen? I wouldn't say starstruck, but it, it was great meeting him. He's a very humble guy and a consummate pro. So um, certain people like that you, you meet throughout your, your life and your career playing sports. And it really sets you back to, you know, those are just the right people you want to be around and people like that who, who constantly give back to charity and are always trying to put their, their best foot forward. You've got some. You've got a stacked lineup on your team, Riley. I mean, you you've got Ryan Raves who played last time. You've got Mark Stone who is new to everything, and then I saw you just announced Max Pacioretty. He's going to be playing on your team too. Yeah, so we actually have uh, a lot of players. You know, honestly, the Raiders have a pretty stacked lineup too, and I think they have a little bit more um, baseball background in their locker room than we do. But <laughs> honestly, like you mentioned before, we lost last time. So, so we're going to have to pull out the W this time. And yeah, I am bringing some heavy hitters. I think we're going to have to make sure some of the guys hit the batting cages before just to, just to really, uh, you know, seal this victory for us. And I but, saw some original misfits are going to be there. You got Nate Schmidt and Eric Holland. They're coming back to represent. They are. And, uh, apparently Nate Schmidt has a pretty good softball game. So, uh, I've heard he's in a couple leagues every summer and you know, that. That says uh, that says everything. If you're in more than one softball, <laughs> you're serious about it. So um, we're excited to have those guys. Obviously, they were a huge part of the success for the Golden Knights early in our franchise. And uh, to have them come back in the summer and to just relive those friendships is awesome. Now, you're you're managing the team. So are, are you the manager of the team? And if that's the case, then you'll, you'll be in charge of the lineup. Is is there anyone on your team? Like, okay, I need to move him down a little bit of the lineup. Yeah, I'm... who's batting fourth? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's a lot of new faces to this group, and I haven't seen um, them play baseball at all. So we're going to have batting practice the day before, and it's pretty much like open tryouts. You're good, start of the lineup. You're bad. Maybe you don't even play. Maybe you oh. just sit the dog out and no drinks to people. We'll see. I love it. Now, did you did you ever play baseball in high school or anything? I didn't know. I was uh, I always played lacrosse in the summer, but um, coming here, I felt like you know so many different people had or so many different hockey players have golf charity events because we we do that in the summer almost religiously, and I wanted to do something that was a little bit different. And kind of put everyone out of their comfort zone a little bit, and I think that's why softball is so great for for uh, this event. Well, if you did play, and and maybe you'll do this on Saturday, you know, baseball players they have walk up music. What would Riley Smith's walk up music be? What song would you pick to walk up to? Um, you know what? I was just at the uh, the Usher concert. Uh, last week, so maybe uh, yeah, by Usher. I like it. That's it. And now, number 19, Riley Smith. <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> hey, do you, uh, when you when you were a kid, did you collect baseball cards? And if so, like who, who would you look, look up to in the baseball world? And then also, do you collect your own hockey cards? Do you have a collection of your own hockey cards? Um, I don't collect my hockey cards. I'm sure my parents do, and they probably have stacks of them back home in Toronto. Um, when I was growing up, I, I kind of had hockey cards. I remember, you know, cards of Bobby Orr and, and Wayne Gretzky and things like that. But um, baseball cards was never something I collected. 
do, do they, when it comes to your hockey cards, do you get approval before they print the cards? Because I was looking at some old football cards, and I forget. It was like a running back for the Dallas Cowboys, and his picture was him sitting on the sidelines. I think it was Tony Dorsett, and he was sucking oxygen. And I'm thinking, man, if I'm Tony Dorsett, and that's the card that Topps goes with, like, hey, here's Tony Dorsett <laughs> sucking oxygen on, on the bench. Do they give you approval before they print the cards? Yeah, they don't ask for our approval. So um, I'm hoping that, that my next hockey card isn't one of me. Um, needing an oxygen tank on the bench, because I think that'd be that'd be pretty tough. It's probably as bad as it can be, but um, I've definitely had a lot of hockey cards where I have some weird facial expressions going on, and I'm thinking, who printed this? <laughs> like, why that <laughs> picture? picture this one. <laughs> now, tomorrow is a big Seattle expansion draft, Riley. Are, you've been in the position that a lot of players are in right now, where it's like the unknown. How how did you feel that, that night before the Vegas expansion draft, and you were just kind of like, <gasps> you know, what's going to happen? And when they And when you got the news you were coming here, what was that like? Well, when uh, the expansion draft was happening for us four years ago, I honestly didn't think I was getting picked, so I I felt pretty good about it. And then I woke up the next morning, and I got a couple phone calls, and everything changed pretty quickly. Um, I was a little nervous coming to Vegas, to be honest. I'd only been here once prior to for a bachelor party, and I just saw the strip, and I was like, whoa, I am not ready for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> all my time at the Bellagio, but... Um, it ended up being, uh, you know, a, a perfect match for me, and I was so happy. I was, I was able to be picked up by Vegas and really find out what this community is all about. It, it's so much more than just the strip and the entertainment business. Um, there's a real local sense of uh, pride here, and um, you know, I, I felt that since since day one, and we were able to to move here and really get acclimated with the culture. So, um, stars aligned for me, and I was very fortunate to be able to. To be picked by Vegas, um, I'm sure a lot of other hockey players will, will have that awe moment um, on Wednesday. Now, um, as far as Seattle goes, what do you think of what do you think of the Kraken? What's your what are your thoughts ahead of this? Are you are you concerned? Do you, you think they're going to put together a, a pretty decent team? Is it going to be as magical as our team was? Nothing's ever going to be that magical. Yeah. <laughs> I think they have a, you know, they have a great opportunity to, to select a lot of really good hockey players. I think with uh, the flat salary cap, there's a lot of big names that are that are made available this time around. Um, whether they go that route or, or something different, I think that's completely their choice, and no one will know until tomorrow night. But um, I think it's cool. Like I, I've personally never been to Seattle. I think their logo is great. Their jerseys look pretty cool, and it'll be fun to have a new team. Do you have, when you go to, to each different city, so you've never been to Seattle, but I'm sure you've been to Philadelphia before and all these other cities across the country, do you have go-to restaurants at every single city that you go to? 100%. I think <laughs> you, we, usually, we usually stay at the same hotel every single time. So um, for me, I usually like to find either a, you know, a steakhouse or, or a sushi place that, that's close by. Um, you know, you, you fly so much, so it's nice to be able to, to walk around and stretch your legs a little bit. So. I'm one that, you know, if I can, I'll, I'll try to walk to the closest restaurant or, or something in the nearby. Um, you don't have that much time to, to sightsee, but it's nice to be able to, uh, you know, stretch your legs, walk around and see what the city's all about. Well, we're so excited for you to walk across the street and get, get a steak dinner after you guys win on Saturday, mm-hmm. the battle for Vegas. Who do you, let's make a couple predictions here. Okay, who's going to be the bench warmer on your team? <sighs> I'm going to go with Nicholas Haig. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nicky. Okay, who's going to be the MVP? 
I'd like to say Nate Schmidt, but I have like a sleeper pick that Keegan Colasar is going to be pretty good. Okay, okay. And then what about for Team Marcus Allen, bench warmer on on Team Marcus Allen? That's tough. Um, you know, the, probably the only guy we uh, saw two years ago was Jonathan Abram, and he was going up uh, every second at bat. So I wouldn't mind if, if he doesn't hit as many home runs this time around. Okay, and MVP for Team Marcus Allen? I hear uh, Alec Ingle is, is an extremely good baseball player, so um, we may have to find some strategy to hit him to with slow the pitch. Him down a little bit. Yeah, hit, hit him, him with the pitch. <laughs> yeah, cause I don't think he's going to see a slow, uh, slow pitch softball coming at him. You know, you can mix things up. Definitely, we're so excited to to experience it again. It's such a great event, Riley. Thank you for putting this on, and thank you for what you do for the community. We're so lucky to have you, and we'll see you on Saturday. Cannot wait. Second annual Battle for Vegas. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have a great day. You too, buddy. Thanks, Bye, man. Riley. I love him. <laughs> that is so oh much fun. Oh, my gosh. He's so great. And I love how he just called out his player. <laughs> Nick Hague, he's probably sitting on the bench. <laughs> Poor Nick's like, wait, what is that? I haven't even gone to batting practice yet. That should inspire you. You got some time. You got a few days <laughs> yeah. to go to the cage and get ready for Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's cool. <laughs> Still lots to come here on this show, including next hour, we have your tickets to go see Justin Bieber. Those are yours when you win heads up. And up next, we have the Hot Three. What do you have? All for right, us? Jeff Bezos completes the space flight on Blue Origin. We're going to get you some details on that. Also, what are foods that will boost your mood? And you will not believe the average price that people shell out for baby's first birthday. We're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the Hot Three. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and Justin Bieber will be at T-Mobile Arena in February. You'll be there with him because your tickets are coming up next hour around 825. Here we go. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Just nine days after billionaire Richard Branson made history by becoming the first person to launch himself into space on his own Virgin Galactic plane, Fellow billionaire Jeff Bezos did the same on a rocket from his company, Blue Origin. The 57-year-old Amazon founder, his brother, and two others stepped into the new Shepard rocket in West Texas this morning, the 52nd anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. The flight lasted just 11 minutes, and the crew experienced uh, a few minutes of weightlessness before returning safely to Earth. I believe we have some of the audio of of the launch. Yes, here it is. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Command engine start. 2, 1. What was an intense sound effect there at the end? It was. Uh, Jeff Bezos said, uh, best day ever. He was joined by his younger brother, Mark, Mary Wallace Wally Funk, who is an 82-year-old female aviation pioneer, and then Oliver Damon. He's 18 years old, and he's the son of the chief executive of a private equity investment firm, and he was one of the runner-ups in the $28 million charitable auction for the mission's final seat. The actual winner who is remaining anonymous for now, had a, a scheduling conflict. It <laughs> will go on a later <laughs> flight. I forgot I had a doctor's appointment. Oh, you know how hard it is to get into the doctor's. I'll just go next time. I love the lineup. You got Jeff Bezos, his brother, Wally, this is female aviation pioneer, historic day for her, and then some 18-year-old kid who's got a rich grandpa. Yeah, oh, yeah my grandpa paid for it. What's he up, guys? Told me to come out. He's going he's gonna to have uh, some real nice bragging rights when it comes to uh, an astronaut people. Now. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. Also this morning, a recent study looked at the foods that people think make them feel better. And I know that this is going to come as a shock to a lot of you, but almost all of them are not healthy foods. <laughs> Milk chocolate is the number one food people think has mood boosting powers. Now, coffee is next, followed by ice cream, chocolate cookies, cake, bananas, tea, berries, pizza, beer, red wine, fries, and cheese. I mean... Wow. Could could you find a more unhealthy list? Nuts and seeds is next at 16, followed by oily fish like salmon. Bacon finally pops up at around number 18 and then potato chips and other savory snacks. Is there a food that just makes you feel good, boosts your mood, makes you happy? The uh, for just chocolate in general. I, I just like a nice little piece of chocolate every once in a while. Actually, I have a chocolate every single day. We have these little chocolate bars uh, hidden around the house. It's so funny. We hide them because we don't want to eat it, but we know where our hiding spots are. So we have one in our downstairs closet. There's one in the pantry. And I think my wife has one in the bedroom. But so I just every so often, a little piece of chocolate. Just boost good. your mood. Yeah. After I eat something, I have something sweet. It's delicious. Yeah. A piece of chocolate for me. For, for me, it's chips and guac. I don't mm. have it very often. So when I have it, it just feels like a treat to me. It's like, oh, this is so exciting. I get chips and guac. And it's something you can easily make, but I never do. It. Go, your own guac does not taste as good as someone else's guac. Someone else's guac always tastes better. It's like just knowing that they made it. It's like, whoa. But if I had to make it, it's like, meh. It's not as good. <laughs> you know what I had uh, uh, on the ride back from Wyoming is a muffin. Stopped at a gas station. They had fresh muffins and a blueberry muffin. And that, a blueberry muffin with a cup of coffee, that was a nice little treat in the morning. That's pretty good. Just the muffin top, though. Not the under part. That's true. I was hungry straight the whole thing, but uh, you start with the top. That is the best part of the muffin. The top is just so amazing. All right. Finally, this morning, kids' birthday parties can be pricey. Sweet 16s, those invite the whole class parties to Chuck E. Cheese, and those years when your teenager is asking for a new gaming system. Well, the first birthday, that should be a breeze, right? Because there's like a 0% chance that the kid will remember any of it. But still, the average price parents shell out for their baby's first birthday is $293. For comparison, the average sweet 16 costs about $280, while parents spend $229 on 10th birthday parties and $226 on 5th birthday parties. One of the big expenses for a first birthday party is a personalized cake, and social media probably plays a big role in that. Other big ticket items include new clothes, balloon arch decorations, party props, and a children's entertainer. Do you remember the girls, their first birthday parties? Were they low-key, over-the-top? Were they They were super low-key. They were super low-key. We did have the smash cake for them to eat and smash and, and do all that. But I have a girlfriend, and her daughter is turning one this month. And I think she'd be lucky if she spent only $293. She's got a huge thing planned i mean she's got photographers she's got the balloon arches she's got the whole theme she's got several outfit changes for her daughter it's it's going to be the event of the summer. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is incredible. This, she's doing this for her. Obviously not the kid. The kid's a blob right now. They don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm going to tell that kid you called her a blob. <laughs> she how, won't how rude. She won't remember that. Like, she's not even blob. one. You're a blob. Jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, she's, she's not even one yet. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, from blobs. Oh, wait, no. We got one more left. That was the last one. That was it. Okay. Yeah. From blobs 
to try a Tuesday. Yes. It's coming up. Not yet, but in a few minutes. We've got a new product today that I've seen all over social media. I'm very curious about this one. Is it going to is it going to work? I just don't see how this is going to work. I really don't. It's a beauty product today. I'm excited. I'm always like these beauty products that you bring in for us to try. All this stuff is good stuff. We're doing it in about 15 minutes. Yeah. Should we be nervous about this thing, though? Well, I, I don't think we should be nervous, but if you want to see see firsthand how it works, you'll definitely want to jump on. We'll be live streaming on our Facebook page. Like us on Facebook, Mercedes in the Morning, and you can check it out. It's going to be very interesting. Hopefully, there's nothing to worry about. That's happening right around 8.15, and then right after that, those tickets for you to go see Justin Bieber. From Parmalee with Blanco Brown, just the way on Mix 94.1. It is 8 o'clock, Mercedes in the morning. How do you return your shopping cart or do you return your shopping cart? Apparently, they've done some research and there are four categories of people based on how they handle their shopping carts. Okay, so do you return it or do you just park it there slyly? What do you do? And I'll see if you, if you fit in one of these categories. Okay. If there's the kind of the cart corral that's out there in the parking lot, I put it in the cart corral. And always. Th- always. No matter what. Always. What if there's not a cart corral near you? Then I actually go back in. I do the full return. You go inside? Full return. Mm-hmm. Lies. I don't believe this. I swear to God. I right hand to God. <laughs> I think we can get footage from Whole Foods. <laughs> not this past Sunday because there was a, they moved their cart corral at Whole Foods, by the way, to a different spot, which threw me for a loop. But if we go back I, the, the week prior, full return. There are four categories, and the four categories that they say of cart returners are the returners. These are the people who return their carts to the receptacle, regardless of how far away they've parked or what the weather is like. Then you have the never returners. Those are the people who just never take them back. They they think it's someone else's job to get the carts, and they don't care where the carts are left. Then you have the convenience returners. Those are the people who return the carts if they parked close to the receptacle or if they see a cart attendant, Okay. That's the only way. Otherwise, it's like, eh, just prop it up here on the rocks. And then there are the pressure returners. And these are the people who will return their carts only if the cart attendant is present or if the adjacent car's owner is present, which means they can't get away with just abandoning it. So they they feel the pressure. Someone's watching them. So, so fine, I'll take it back just because someone's watching. But otherwise, they would just leave it. Who just leaves it out there? That takes a lot of guts. You, you're unpacking your groceries, and then you just you just leave it. You don't eat. You don't have to even. You don't even curb it or take it to the corral. Just leave it and back your corral and get out of there. I think most people leave it. Leave it out in the parking lot, the wide that, open. Because whenever I go to the store, there's always carts all over. So that tells oh, me that mm-hmm. most people are leaving it. Which I'm not one of the leavers. I put. I always put it back in the the corral. But. I think I think we're in the minority. I really do. I think most people just sort of like me leave it, and I'm. I'm guessing that they're not bad people. I'm thinking their justification is I'm giving the person whose job that is to corral them something to do. I think that's what they're thinking, and that's why they do that. What What do you do? Which car category are you? And are you a lever? And why are you a lever? No judgment. Just want to know your way of thinking. That's my prediction, that you're thinking, hey, that's someone's job to corral them. What if we put them all back, then that person's not going to have a job to do, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I go to three grocery stores. I go to, there's an Albertsons that I go to in Summerlin, and there's hardly ever any carts out there in the parking lot because there's always about two people 
going out there corralling the carts. There's two people always working the carts, spraying them down and everything. I do Sprouts, and Sprouts is pretty good. They have a bunch of uh, cart corrals out there to put your carts in. And then I do Whole Foods is the third grocery store that I stop by every so often. And Whole Foods, I think, is, is actually the worst because they only have, like, two cart corrals. And it's kind of a smaller parking lot, and I'm talking about the one on Charleston. And if you're kind of parked towards Charleston, there's no car corral out there. So a lot of people, at least they do the curb. They'll, they'll bounce it up and mm-hmm. put part of the the, um, the cart on the rocks or something so it won't roll away. But you go to that area, there's a lot of carts out in that spot just sitting out there. And I see the, the one that gets me angry, like the it's fine if you prop it up on the rocks or whatever like it's not ideal, but at least it's not going to move. I don't like the ones that are just free standing, and then you, you catch a breeze, and then all of a sudden it starts, <laughs> and it hits a car. Those are the ones. Like if you're gonna leave it, I get it. Some people are in a hurry, whatever. At least make sure that it's propped up against something so it's not going to move. Or the ones who just leave it right in the middle of the parking spot. So you're all excited. You drive up to the grocery store. You're like, oh, there's a spot right up front. You turn in and you can't even pull in because it's there. So I park, get out, move it, get back in your car, pull in. It's just such a pain. And then what do you do with that cart, though, that was in your parking spot? Do you leave the cart there or do you push it all the way back up to the store or put it in one of the cart corrals? I push it to the side because then I'm going to use that as my cart. Okay. It's just, it's like right there for me. But, and then there's like, okay, so there's this this ditch here by the radio station and people live under there. Have you seen the people that live in the tunnel? Oh, the tunnel people back there. Yeah, uh uh-huh. They bring they bring carts over from Walmart all the time. And this morning I'm driving to the radio station and there's a cart in the middle of the road, like in the middle of the road. I, and I'm just like, you couldn't have put it on the side. I, I, I don't understand that. So someone, I think, ended up moving it because I was just too much in a rush. But I was just like, someone moved it to the side. It, it's just, oh, people who take the carts away from the property. That's where I get annoyed. I, and these carts, they say they have sensors on them, too. Like some of them lock up. Yeah, if how, you they, leave. How, how do they work though? I mean, they say I've seen ones that has a sensor. If you cross this line in the parking lot, how, like how do they know? Is it GPS inside the in, inside the wheel? How does it lock up? I think it is. I think it's like Wi-Fi or is something. It? And and so, have you ever gotten a car with one wonky wheel? Oh man, I take it back. Trying, wong, wong, wong. <laughs> Hear me coming. We're getting tons of texts. I always return them, but I always make sure to park close to a cart. I corral my cart because there's always a gust of wind that comes up in this town and a cart will go into a car every time. And Jessica says, oh, no, I am totally judging the leavers. Well, yeah, I kind of am, too, but I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. that They're just trying to keep the people that whose job it is to corral them busy. I don't know. So much still to come here in the next 30 minutes. Coming up next, we have Try Tuesday. And then right after that, your tickets to see Justin Bieber. It's all in the way. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, Justin Bieber in concert in February. You'll be there. Your ticket's coming up in less than 10 minutes. All right, and we are back. We are back from vacation. We came back yesterday, and now we're back with Try It Tuesday. This is where we try out certain products, certain items, certain trends that been all over the place. We try it so you don't have to, or so you can decide whether or not you want to spend the money on it. And this one is going to be interesting today because there's a, there's a visual component to it. If you're near your phone or a computer, you might want to log on to our website um, or not to, actually to Facebook. We're streaming live on Facebook, Mercedes in the morning, because today for Try It Tuesday, we're trying the Wonder Skin Wonder Blading Lip Color. Have you guys seen this? 
on on TikToks or anything. Yeah. I haven't heard it brought it up. And you brought it up right before we went on vacation uh, is when you heard about it. So that's the first I've heard of this whole thing. Okay, so Steph, I know you have because you and I were messaging back and forth on it. Um, it's it's a lip stain that's used with this technology where it starts out with this this blue stuff that goes. Actually, this one looks purple. Um, and then you put that on your lip. You leave it on. You activate it with this spray you wait a minute and then you pull off you pull off the the stuff and then it makes your lips look colored, right, Steph? Yeah, and it's funny because I asked you guys maybe what color you guys want. There's some limited edition colors. And JC's like, let's go with it's called First Kiss. First kiss. And the first kiss is supposed to look kind of like cranberry and it's more on the brighter side, JC. So wait, just a fair long, warning. How long does this last? I think it's gonna last like all day. Are you serious? Let's it- see. What does it say? Peel and reveal for perfect all-day lip color. Oh, I know this. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought this was like a, like a limb plumping thing. Do you no. have the TV station leader, JC? Yeah, we got TV. This oh, afternoon. perfect. Oh, look you good. don't need makeup for That's that. Fine. There you go. So I'm going to go first. We're, Wait, we're... you're all in on this, and huh? Uh-huh. You're good with this color? We should have put more thought into the color. I thought it was just like a like a limp plumping thing that like you just used a color for fun. JC, you're the one that said, hey, I'm cool with first kiss. And you said another <laughs> one. I'm like, first kiss it is. You're the one that's mentioned it. So. Okay, Mercedes is putting on the uh, the blue. It looks so purple. So she's painting her lips. Uh-huh. Slide your head to your left so we can see it I better. Got it. I, I can't double dip because I don't want to expose it. So I'm having to use new. And it's getting all over my fingers. Ooh. Too. So watch out for that. Guys. <laughs> okay, there you go. Lean in a little bit more so we can see it better on the camera. I, I tried. Okay. Oh, this is going to make for a great screenshot later. Uh-huh. Okay, this is my last Q-tip, so I got to make this one work here down. I have some more. So this is like a, the stain that's where, like, you're staining your lips right now? Uh-huh. Oh, Steph. I told you. I warned you. You didn't say it lasts all day? I didn't say it lasted all day. That was the trick behind it. <laughs> Mercedes, <laughs> let me know if you need more Q-tips. I got a few more. I think I'm okay. Okay. I think. I'm going to move on to you, JC. Okay, so you br- Oh, it stains your fingers. Oh, it does? Ugh. Be careful. I like how you're talking, not trying to get them. Does it stain your teeth? It's not all my teeth. No, but will it stain your teeth? Well, don't get it on your teeth. No, you're not getting on your teeth. Okay, so now I have to activate I like it. I got to activate okay, it with activate the spray. It. Okay. I don't know about this. So Mercedes is doing the spray. <laughs> <laughs> you get it in your eyes? No, it just went on my lips, but it's all over my chin now. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay, go for it. Oh, how long does it stay there? You wipe it off? Oh, uh, I should have read the directions. All right, so I get some of this out here. Stick it in there. Okay. JC's putting it on. So, it's been on my lips. Let the activator sit. It will transform your lip mask into a peel-off film oh man i don't like it don't double dip Use i'm not the other side. I, I, I am not but look at my fingers they're all completely pink now oh boy i already don't like this i'm getting hand sanitizer to see if this will make it come off this is not good I'm not at all. okay so far this is a big fat no for me I I can't talk unless like this. Oh man, this is dumb. But this is gonna be peeled off here in a second. I try again. I want to try it. 
Try. Oh, oh, you need a little bit more, JC. Oh, come on, Steph. I need a. I need a mirror. It earns. It, it earns me. This is a disaster. This is not working out well. Okay, so good luck, Steph. Okay, JC, you got to put the activator I okay, I on. Okay. Are you on it? And I'm gonna. Steph is gonna try to do that, and I gotta pull this stuff off now. Uh, here's the problem. It's not coming off. Oh, I'm done. Uh, uh. Oh, here it is. It's just not peeling I'm off. Out. It's fine. It's I'm fine. Out. Why? It's coming off. Relax. Taste it. It's awful. It's. You're not supposed to eat it. I don't know. I don't do lipstick. Nothing against lipstick. I just, I don't know how to put it on like you know my lips. My lips are turning colors. Okay, it's coming off of mine. Not mine. Uh, I have like, it's like a fuchsia color. It's 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 nice, I guess. It stays there all day. Yeah, I mean, I can wear this all day. So here's what I'm left with. It's it's kind of like a pink, and that's that lip stain's gonna stay on all day now, which is fine. It's a decent color. What's it called? First kiss. Yes, first kiss. Jay Z, your lips are good. Um here's a close up. It doesn't taste they look great. I kinda like the color. I don't like the process though. No, at it's, all. It, you, but though then again you're doing it into into like Facebook and stuff. You're at home in a mirror with the proper tools and stuff. It might, might be a lot easier. Yeah, I'm just hoping this lip stain comes off of my fingers. That's the thing. It's all over. So I'm going to have to wash my hands and because the the, uh, the hand sanitizer did absolutely nothing. I, I, Steph, you're activating yours now? Now, how did you guys spray it? Is that what tasted gross, Jason? Yeah, just yeah. keep your mouth closed and then just spray it a couple times about, yeah, that distance away. Oh, I got some on my nose. Did you get enough on? Because you got to make it. Spray pure. it. Coat it. Come on, Steph. You want me to put more? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Just to make sure it activates. And Mercedes, then... your lips look beautiful. Really? They look really, really good. I uh, I like the color. I just, again, I don't like the process. I'd rather just get a lip stain. I don't know why this one is so popular. But it says, um, it, yeah, leave that on for a couple, for, for like 40 seconds and then peel it off. Are you putting more on, Steph? Or I tried she... to, but I don't think that's going to work better. No. I'm going to... Spray it one more time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to see how it looks on yours. Because this, this will not come off now. This is my lip. Uh, it's it's stuck like this. Like, here, I'll show you. I've got a Kleenex. Oh, Nothing. Yeah. Some of it's coming off already because I did a double coated. Uh, I see it on yours. Yeah. That That's a pretty color. It's very uh, pink. Very pink. Should I try taking it off? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Just, you might want to just rub it off like with a, a tissue or something. That's what I ended up doing, and it came right off. It's it's on there though, and and I went light too, and it's it's you can see it on my lips. I don't see any on your lips because you didn't activate it. Yes, I did. I sprayed it. You did? Yes, it went in my mouth. I said it tastes awful. The spray. Oh, oh. man, maybe you didn't put enough. Oh wow, it is bright on you, Steph. <laughs> Steph is all in on this lip thing. Oh it is my so gosh. bright. Oh wow. Oh goodness. I don't know if all the blue is off. <laughs> That's a quote of the morning. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it is super bright. It is really pink on you. It, it, and in. that just goes to show you with different skin tones and stuff, it's going to be a different color. 
So I'd say it's like a rose on me. For you, it's like full-on hot pink fuchsia. This is what it looks like on the uh, website. The first kiss, it looks like this color. Wow. And JC, you've got like just a light pink. Uh, it Actually, it looks like your same lip color, but you know your lips better. No, I can see it. It definitely you added color it? in mine. Yeah. I, I went light on, on everything, but it definitely adds color. You know, the, the process itself, I think it's I think it'd be much easier for in your, in, the, in your own bathroom. You have your own tools. We're using Q-tips instead of the actual applicator because we're being safe here. I think if you did it at your house, it'd be a lot easier to do. It tastes awful, though. Yeah, I, I don't recommend eating it. That's usually <laughs> not what you do. You don't eat uh, lipstick. But um, Wonder Skin Wonder Blading Lip Color, thumbs up or thumbs down? Process thumbs down, but the after effect, I feel like, is a thumbs up if it's, if you want to go through that process. Yeah, I I think I give it a thumbs down because now I have stains all over my fingers and I could have just bought a lip stain instead of going through this spray and all that stuff. So I would have gone a little bit thinner, though, with my coat. Maybe just one coat for me. Yeah, that's super bright. But it's beautiful. It's a good color for you. No, with no other makeup on, I just look like a clown. Just like, <laughs> no, you do not. No, just you do lips. Not. Do, that's it. JC, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, it, I give it a thumbs up if you want a nice lipstick to last all day. Pick the color you want to use, though, that you like. And then when you do it in the privacy and comfort of your own home, it's going to be much easier than three fools doing it on the radio. So I, I give it a thumbs up if you're into that thing. Our color was first kiss, if you want to try. For a very bright fuchsia, if you have Steph's skin tone, or a, a, a rose color, if you have my skin tone, and a tulip with JC's <laughs> skin tone. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. i got to figure out how to get this off now. Same. I, I don't know what to do. I have the micellar water. Oh, can I try some of that? Of course. <laughs> There's got to be a way to remove it. Does anyone have a, a, a makeup a remover? Like a makeup remover cloth or what do you call it? Those wipes? I yeah, don't. I do. I do you do. have one? I have this. I use this to take my makeup off. And then I have the... Uh, Oh, Lola, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a cotton ball. I, Thank I got you. you. All I right, got thank you. you. <laughs> Looking for caller 20 right now, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up, and this is an awesome prize. We have a pair of tickets for you to see Justin Bieber. He's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena on February 20th next year. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You pick your category. You pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you you're going to win 702-364-9400. Mercedes in the morning. Did everyone get their lip stuff off? Are you trying to get it off or is it still on there, Mercedes? It's not coming off my fingers. Really? It really sucks. What did you give us stuff to wipe it off with? <laughs> I still have mine on. Don't laugh at me. I look like a good. clown. <laughs> I have mine on my lips. I don't mind it there, but it's all over my fingers and this yeah this will not come off I, if anyone has any hacks i'm like literally googling stuff right now trying to find something to get it off i thought jc was laughing at you and your fingers no he looks at me and he's laughing at me because i just have these bright pink lips on oh they look nice i like them i need more lashes and stuff but maybe we'll try again with the full face <laughs> anyway uh let's do heads up it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant on the line. It is Melissa. Melissa, you ready to play Heads Up? I'm ready. Okay, we have these Justin Bieber tickets that are up for grabs. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Handyman, Hold Your Horses, Popeye's Spinach, or Apple a Day? Ooh, um, let's do... 
Handyman. Handyman it is. All right. National Tape Measure Day was last Wednesday. So these are all different types of tools, okay? Mm. Tools. Oh, no. Oh, you can do this. You can do this. Now, I can do it. I can do it. Pick a, pick a partner this morning. Who do you want to go with? I'm going to choose you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, ladies. Uh, this is very simple, Melissa. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. Here you go see Justin Bieber. You start now. Yeah. All right. When you want to uh, get a present together, you, you need to use some scotch. Hey. Yes. This is, um, you take one of these to to cut through wood. You have a, one of these. Yes. This is what you use to cut the wrapping paper. A pair of? Scissors. Yes. This is a hammer. You put these into something. You... Uh, jackhammer? Wow. You you use a hammer yeah. and you pound these with Nails. the Yes. This is what you climb to get to a very high spot. Ladder. Yes. This is what uh, a nail goes in because of a uh, what? What? No, what 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 do you use to hit a nail in? A hammer. Yes! Yeah. Wow. You know your Oh my gosh, tools. my husband's gonna be so proud of me. <laughs> I'm so yeah, proud you of you. Nice job, Melissa. You're going to Thank see you. Justin Bieber. He is coming oh, back to town. He is amazing. T-Mobile Arena in February of next year. You just got your tickets. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You guys are great on that category. Way to go, Melissa. We had these Justin Bieber tickets all week long when you win Heads Up. And we have lots of prizes still to come before we wrap up the show at 10, including your tickets to see the Backstreet Boys, their holiday show, a very Backstreet Christmas. Those tickets are coming up next hour, right around 940. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Justin Bieber on Mix 94.1. We'll have more Justin Bieber tickets to give away to see him when he comes to the T-Mobile Arena in February of next year with Heads Up tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock hour. It is 8.43, Mercedes in the morning, and we just finished up Try It Tuesday. We tried the um, viral Wonder Skin Wonder Blading Lip Color. That's the one where you put on the the coat and it's like blue or purple then you spray it with the lip activator and then you peel it off and then you have a beautiful lip tint color um uh, steph's lips are bright pink my <laughs> my <laughs> mine are um kind of bright pink and i have stains lip like lip stains all over my fingers like i can't get this stain off of my fingers because the first thing that applicators is like bluish purplish color and it's it's dark and you spread it all over your lips and you got it all over your hands when you're putting that stuff on because we had we had one applicator so we're using q-tips is the q-tip different than the applicator that came with it probably harder using q-tips yeah because it was i was pushing it in and then it was getting all over the stick part of Mm. it and i was grabbing it by the stick and then it got all over my fingers in an effort to not contaminate it so we could all use the same one and not have to buy three of these i will say it's starting to come off. I'm using Steph's micellar water and some of these pads, and I'm just like, it's really scraping it off of my hands. It's still there, but it's not as bright as it was before. Would you say this is beauty gone wrong then on your end with getting that, that purple stuff all over your hands 100%, this morning? 100%. 100%. Like, I saw no warning about this on the packaging, and that's a thing with beauty the, the pain, the trial and error that you go through with some of these products. Have you ever had a product that you you were like, oh, I'm going to give it a shot or or you went with a haircut that you thought looked really good. And then it just turned out so bad. What was your beauty gone wrong moment? 702-364-9400. You know, back in the 90s, Gavin Rosdale, he's still a cool guy. Lead singer of Bush. 
Uh, he was like the hottest guy in town. I mean, he had the look, and I wanted that look. I wanted that hair, the long, curly hair that he had, naturally curly for him. So I started growing my hair out really long. That's the look I was going to go for. So I was growing it out. I could put it at one point almost in, in a small ponytail in the back. I was just growing my hair. And then uh, a friend of mine, she said, go see my sister. She can give you a loose perm, and that way you'll get the curls like Gavin from Bush. Fantastic. So I, I went to go see her. I brought the CD cover of from, from the Bush album, 16 Stone, I think it was called. And I showed her. I'm like, I want that. She's like, yeah, no problem. And so she goes to give me the perm, but something went wrong. And when it was done, it wasn't a loose perm. It was like high and tight. It, <laughs> it was bad. Oh, my God. And she kept telling me, don't worry. It'll relax. It'll relax. The perm itself, it'll relax. You, get, you get, don't wash it for X amount of days, this and everything. She gave me some stuff to put in it. And so I, I tried listening to her. It was awful. And that is a lot on me how he handled the perm after the fact. But I just had this horrific, long, permy, curly hair. From my graduation photos from UNLV, I've got a hat on. And you see out of the back of the hat, like these, this big puffy curls that are coming on the back of my head. It was awful. It was so bad. I think most perm incidents are beauty gone wrong. I really do. Because I, I the only people that I know that have had great experiences with perms are grandmas my grandma used to get her perm every four months and she was so cute with her little curly hair she looked adorable i decided back in the 90s i was going to get a spiral perm that's what everyone was getting the spiral perm and you know it was different than the regular one they came down and it was going to make ringlets and it's going to be so cool and i i have really thick hair it's really thick spiral perm for me equals poodle I looked like a poodle, a French poodle when it was all said and done. Like my hair's drying and she's like, oh, wow, your hair really took well to this. I'm like, oh, thank you. And she, But she said it in a way almost like, oh, boy. Trying to convince herself. Yeah. And uh, when she dried it, she's like, okay, you just, you're not going to want to brush it. You're just going to want to always let it air dry. You're not going to want to brush it out. So I go home and I'm like, I'm going to brush it out. I want to have thicker, you know, fuller spiral perm curls. And my hair was... It was just so bad, so bad. So um, my mom made me go back and she put like a relaxer on it to make it go down. It, it was so bad. How did you fix it? Just It just eventually grew out? No, with the relaxer. Oh, and then we fixed it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what kind of tamed it down a little bit. It was <laughs> I, so bad. Well, buddy of mine, uh, his girlfriend was a hairstylist. And I remember seeing her, and I, after a couple of weeks, I said, can we fix this? What would you do? And she looks at me, looks at the hair, and goes, shave it off. Yeah. Start from scratch, I baby. Did. Yeah. That's uh, Sometimes that's the best thing you can do. I wish I could do that with my uh, fingers. Just chop them off, start from scratch, but <laughs> it's not going to work. Not going to work. Coming up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, we're going to talk about the Tokyo Summer Olympics. They are starting on Friday, and some interesting stats on them. We'll also talk about couples that remain friends after divorce does it really happen and a man got a DUI for doing this under the influence it wasn't driving per se we'll explain coming up next in the hot three it's 
time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. The Summer Olympics finally launched this Friday in Tokyo. So Wallet Hub, they put together some interesting facts and stats about the game. Some of the highlights include the estimated cost of the Summer Olympics. It's $26 billion. And that's mostly why Japan is pushing forward with it, despite 80% of the population not wanting the games to happen due to the pandemic. And that's partially because the country has lagged on vaccinations. Only 21% of that population is fully vaccinated. The U.S. is currently at 48%. COVID-19 countermeasures alone cost around $900 million, and Japan is losing more than $15 billion because they've had to ban spectators altogether. This is the second time Japan's hosting. They also had the Olympics in 1964. More than 11,000 athletes from 205 countries and territories plan to participate and around 5,000 medals are up for grabs across 50 disciplines in 33 sports and get this they're made out of recycled metals from 79,000 tons of small electronic devices like cell phones the gold silver and bronze were extracted from them and two sports are making a comeback this year baseball for men and softball for women they've both been out since 2008 And four new sports are making their Olympic debut, karate, sport climbing, surfing and skateboarding. All in all, there will be 339 sports events at this year's uh, games. And just one country pulled out of the Olympics due to the pandemic. That was North Korea. I just love everything about the Olympics from the opening ceremonies. When I was a kid and the Olympics were on, that was the only thing we were allowed to watch when it came to watching TV. So we had to watch the Olympics or else we couldn't watch anything else. So I just, I don't know, I get, I get really excited about the Olympics and, and just checking all the different sports and events. And there's always, you know, great stories that come out of it. I didn't think about it. The, the lack of money they're, they're, they're going to be losing because no spectators. That is a huge yeah, chunk of cash. It's really, it's it's a bummer. And just, you know, with people having to drop out because of positive mm-hmm. tests and all that and how they're going to keep that under control, it's going to be, it's going to be tough, but hopefully all goes well. Also this morning, a new survey of divorced adults found 49% of them say they were not able to maintain a positive relationship with their former spouse and half believe any chance of friendship was well and truly ended um, as a direct result of their divorce proceedings. Three in 10 divorcees call lots of arguments during their split split process, uh, leaving a third regretting their choice not to use medication, mediation and arbitration (laughs) services. And as a result, the research found that 52% have just bad feelings about the entire process. Now, the average divorce takes more than one and a half years to go through from start to finish while sorting out finances being the top reason for dragging it out. Do you have any friends that were, were divorced and you see them still now as best friends and maybe they've be remarried and are dating someone else, but they're still still friendly after the fact? We have, it's my husband's friend. He has a good friend that they got a divorce. We are friends with both of them. Um, and my husband is still tight with the guy, but we see the girl a lot. And it was weird because the guy is dating someone that, that we also knew. He's now dating that person. And we're like, whoa, those two are together. That, 
whoa, that's weird. And the girl is dating someone that I know. My husband didn't know. So it's just weird. It's so confusing. I'm just like, wow, this is, uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Uh, Finally, this morning, obviously, you can get arrested for driving a car while drunk, but probably not driving a remote control car while drunk. And now we're starting to hash out that middle ground between the two. A man in Japan was arrested for flying a drone while under the influence, which actually is illegal in Japan, as well as several other areas, including New Jersey. It happened a few weeks back. He's 56 years old, and he drank eight beers between 7 a.m. and noon. Wow, rough morning, I guess. The morning drinking had a wild effect on him because he decided to clean his place, and in the process, he found a drone that he hadn't flown in a while. He got it out, took it for a spin, and promptly crashed it into a neighbor's window. Thankfully, it sounds like no one was hurt, and when the police came, the man admitted to drinking and droning. It's unclear (laughs) how he might be punished. The law hasn't been on the books long, and supposedly he's the first guy to be busted for it, but offenders could face a fine up to $2,700. I did a great law to have don't be uh, drinking and droning because i mean i see drones above my neighborhood and then i think the person that's operating it is hammered yeah or just having it go too high Mm -hmm. and getting in the way of something or yeah that could be very very dangerous so i agree i think there needs to be something on the books for that i I tried droning once or i I had a drone for christmas years ago those things are not easy to operate and when it gets up really high in the sky i would get scared that i lose control of it and had a button you press it would automatically just come back down. So I would just always press that button. It's kind of like when you see someone jet skiing and they fall off the jet ski, but they didn't pull the thing out and it just keeps going in circles. <laughs> it's like, well, we just got to wait for it to run out of gas, I guess. That was the last one? Yeah. Nah, let's see. In the 9 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets. The Backstreet Boys, their holiday show, a very Backstreet Christmas. We've got your tickets at 940. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. She moved on really Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Did you do any grilling over the two weeks we had off? No, I was out of town most of it. And it, grilling when it was 116 degrees does not sound fun <laughs> to me. No, thank you. When you do your grilling, and let's say you're making hamburgers, and if you, you get the burgers off the grill, and you put them on the plate, take them inside to eat, what do you do with the grill? Do you leave it running to kind of burn off the residue, or do you turn it off immediately? Uh, I... I turn. I try to turn it off immediately, but I do like it to kind of burn off whatever is on there. It just. I have a uh, gas tank, so I don't like to waste that gas. Yeah, that's 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 one downside of doing or that. the propane. The propane tank, yeah, yeah, you burn off the propane tank because uh, that's what I do. Anytime I grill, and I've been doing this for years, and maybe it's the wrong way, but that's my style. Is is so over the weekend on Sunday we made bison burgers, and the burgers were done. Took them off the grill. I keep the grill running. So that way, come out after dinner, all the, the extra stuff is just burned off, and I just scrape it off, and the grill is nice and clean for the next time we use it. Well, on Sunday night, um, we're sitting inside, my wife and I, and we actually had a little bit of a uh, disagreement, my wife and I, during dinner. She was, she was questioning a, a date that's coming up, something we have coming up, and we're going back and forth on this date, and I finally said to her, I'm like, let me go check my email to get up, like, a you know, all angry, storming away from the dinner table at night. And she's like, no, ch- check it afterwards. But no, you need to know this date. I'm going to go check my email. So I go walking into the kitchen. When I go walking into the kitchen, I look outside, and that's when I see all this smoke outside. I'm like, is that the grill? Is that the grease on, like just burning off? And I go out the back door. My grill is engulfed in flames. There are flames shooting out from the inside of the grill, maybe four feet high. Oh, geez. What happened? There was, so I, Sunday it rained. I think there was some, maybe some grease on that grease trap on the bottom. And then the rain and water just kind of mixed it together. And 
particles from the, the, the burger that are burning off fell down there, and it was just... So I immediately, like, turned off the knobs, turned off the gas, and it was still on fire. I'm like, ah! So I pan- went on panic. I go running inside. I got this handheld fire extinguisher. I go, go, go outside, and I spray the thing, and thank God I had this handheld fire extinguisher, because if not... I don't know what would have happened in this grill. This thing could have exploded with the propane tank right there. That is shocking that you ate meat. Bison burgers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shocking part of this. We do I bison do not burgers. believe yes. it, though. That's, you know, that's scary. Have you, if you've ever, like, experienced some sort of, like, grease fire and your first instinct is to, like, put water on it and they say do not do mm-hmm. that because it just makes it bigger and stuff. And, yeah, that's scary. It's like, what do I do? The good thing you had. Those little extinguishers. And there's their handheld ones. And here's the thing. I bought them after the, the This Is Us, the Crock-Pot episode. I'm like, we don't have, we had an old fire extinguisher in the house. I'm like, I need to get us prepared. So I ordered, I have like four of these things, two downstairs, two upstairs. And thank God for This Is Us. Because if it wasn't for that show, I probably wouldn't have those things in the house. And they came in so handy. Sprayed it. Maybe after spraying it for 20, 30 seconds, the fire was out completely. I can't remember what it was that I watched, but it was some show where someone... Um, their car went off of a bridge and they it got submerged in water and the person was like stuck in there and they couldn't get out and they had one of those one of those contraptions that had a blade on it and then you dinged your your um, window and it shattered it and they were able to get out and I remember seeing that I was like I want to get one of those contraptions and I told my friend about it and he works for a car company and the next day I had about 12 of them. He's like, here, give them to all your friends. They're, you know, you never want to have to use it, but it'll be good that you have it. And I can't remember what it was that I watched that that contraption saved the woman's life. And you gave me two of those. Yeah. So I've got one in my car and there's one in my wife's car as well. Not that there's a lot of lakes and bridges around here that would put you in water, but you never know. What has that seatbelt cutter? You you just get an accident or something. Your car catches yeah. on fire and you can't get that seatbelt off. God forbid you're in that situation. You got the tool to to cut through that seatbelt. But I don't know if I can reach my glove compartment from my. <laughs> like you're you're inches away from me. You're like ah, I can't reach it. Ah. But here was the thing though with my wife and I it was a discussion after the fact because it it was scary. Like I was I was scared there for a second. We were discussing. She's like, you know, if I wasn't nagging you over that date, you. You wouldn't have stormed off and to check your email. I'm like, that's true. If I wouldn't have had a temper tantrum and stormed off to check my email. So we're now debating on who saved the day. My wife's nagging or me getting angry and storming off to check my computer. Well, if she wasn't nagging, you might have seen it before it got big. So you could throw that back at her. Oh, yeah. But don't do that because then it'll start another fight. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell her thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All is fine. I have to get some new pieces for the grill. But yeah. Uh Disaster. Thank you. This is us. <laughs> yes. You guys saved my, save my house. Save my life. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Halsey is trending this morning. Congratulations. Go out to Halsey and her partner, Aliv Aiden, on the birth of their first child. She posted a photo after she gave birth with the caption, Gratitude for the most rare and euphoric birth powered by love. Ender Ridley Aiden, 7-14-2021. Halsey also opened up for the first time about Aiden and their relationship together. She said, Aleph and I have been really good friends for four years. And when the stars aligned, our relationship became romantic. And it was pretty evident that he and I were both like, oh, my gosh, you're the person I'm supposed to start a family with. The news of her birth comes just days after she announced her fourth studio album, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Love was right there the entire time. She just didn't realize it. 
we had we had a big conversation about this with our our kids the other night like should you be friends first and then romantic after and mm-hmm. and the, it got started because my brooklyn my daughter asked me like if we were friends first or if we immediately started dating and i said we were friends first and my husband was like well we were friends on your end i liked you as more than a friend he's like but i was just patient and my daughter didn't believe it. She's like, no, you guys were, I didn't know you were friends first. I'm like, no, we were, I didn't want, I, I wasn't looking for that. And, and then I don't know, something clicked one day is literally one day. I was like, you know what? I think I like him more than a friend. It's, it was really weird. But so your first date though, did you go out as like a, like a love interest? You're interested no. in the guy who just really, I never knew this. I thought you were going out because like you were attracted to each no, other. No, He was, he, he knew I didn't know anyone in town. Yeah. I had no friends. And he's like, do you just want to go out and see things? I'll show you around. And I was like, okay, sure. And in my head, I was like, no, we're just going to be friends because you know, I don't, yeah, I thought he was attractive, but I just wasn't really expecting anything. So after your first date, did Matt try to kiss you? No. Oh my gosh. I had to ask him to kiss me finally, like three months later, he just would not do it. And he said, he tells me now, he's like, I was just scared. I I was scared of messing things up. So I didn't want to do it. So finally, I remember one night I was leaving his apartment. We had just watched a movie and I was like, you know, you can kiss me if you want to. And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, then, then he finally did. It was so funny. We like shut the door. <laughs> He's like, okay, thanks. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Cool. Thanks for the heads up. Uh, I'll exactly. see you tomorrow. <laughs> so that is trending this morning. Mark Bedane is also trending this morning. The president of the Las Vegas Raiders resigned yesterday. He played a key role in the team's move to Las Vegas, and he's been with the organization since 1991. He was president since 2013. He released a statement. He he said uh, that the successful construction and operation of Allegiant Stadium has been unequivocally the most challenging part of my 30 years with the organization. Seeing it through to the end has been rewarding beyond measure. And now that the project is complete, he says, it is time for me to focus on my family and look ahead to new pursuits. He also added, once a Raider, always a Raider. He's going to be replaced on an interim basis by Dan Ventrell, who has been serving as an executive VP and general counsel. He just met the guy, hung out with the guy, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? He was so nice, and his wife was amazing, and she was talking a lot about their kids, so I can understand this. I think, you know, the kids are the priority, and I think he's been so consumed by this for so many years Mm. that I totally get it, you know? There goes that connection, though. I don't think I had a connection in the first place. I literally (laughs) talked to him for one night. No phone numbers were exchanged. Oh, you didn't get numbers? No, there was an Instagram follow, though. And there was messages sent through that. Oh, there's yes. a connection. Okay. Well, this not is... with him, with his wife. Sure. Yeah. She was asking me about stuff for kids. And so I was telling her, <laughs> oh, this is where you go. This is. A... So, yeah. But it's, no, I still want to maintain that connection. I just wonder if they're going to stay in town or if they're going to go back to California. How long is he with the organization for? 30 years. So the guy's got a little bit of experience. I wouldn't be surprised if another team picked him up or he went somewhere else. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe he's just like, I'm done. <laughs> I want to just mm-hmm. enjoy life. Um, and then finally this morning, Peppa Pig is trending. If you've noticed that your child is suddenly speaking with a British accent, they may be victim of the Peppa effect. American kids are binge watching so much of the British cartoon that they are developing English accents. And they're even using words like telly 
and ready, steady, go. All that extra telly time during COVID restrictions appears to be making the phenomenon even more widespread. Peppa Pig was the second most in-demand cartoon after SpongeBob SquarePants from March of 2020 to February of 2021. So beware of the Peppa effect. And that is what's trending. Backstreet Boys. They've got a holiday show, a very Backstreet Christmas at Zappos Theater. Have your tickets all week long. Your tickets are coming up in 10 minutes. It is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. That's Duncan Lawrence and Arcade. And we are going to the phones. Rebecca. Hello. You are caller 20. I can't believe this. My daughter's going to be so excited. Oh, you're going to have such a good time. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Thank Thank you guys so much. No, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for listening. And you deserve it. We have a pair of tickets for you to check out the Backstreet Boys Holiday Show, A Very Backstreet Christmas. At the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood, they're going to be playing some holiday tunes, some new stuff, and, of course, their old hits that we all know and love. And you are going to be there, Rebecca. Congratulations. Gosh, thank you guys again so much. I love your radio station. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we love the excitement. We love you, Rebecca. And we've got these tickets all week long. We've got them all week, right around 940 for you. And then today, Heather has them in the 12 o'clock hour, and Sean has them in the 4 o'clock hour. Save Max, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and you need to check out these new Odyssey exclusive stations. Hundreds of new exclusive music stations available now only on the Odyssey app for music fans, by music fans. So Sean Tempesta has his own station, Y2 Play. It captures the TRL era. I've got my own 80s station, the 80s Revisited with J.C. Fernandez, and it's nothing but 80s hits and some obscure ones in, in there as well. And Mercedes, you got an awesome station too. I have Mercedes Backyard Barbecue Classics. It's hip-hop and R&B from the 90s and the 2000s, and it is a fun station whether you are like chilling in your backyard or you're hanging out at home. I was actually listening to it last night while I was doing my work for the show. So all three of them are great stations. You can check them out by downloading the Odyssey app, or you can listen online. There's a link through our website, Mix941.fm, and it's brought to you in part by Macy's and Geico. Yeah, it's great stuff. A lot of fun with those those stations. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Riley Smith from the Vegas School of the Knights for calling into the show and talking about Battle for Vegas. If you want to check out that that interview, it is on the website also, Mix941.fm. Heather is on the way next. She's got more Backstreet Boys tickets for you in the 12 o'clock hour, so be listening for that. And right now, it's time for the line of the day. When trying a beauty product, there are two words you do not want to hear. Oh, goodness. That was the response after we tried the Wonder Blading Peel and Reveal Lip Color Kits. Oh, wow. It is bright on you, Steph. <laughs> Steph is all in on this lip thing. Oh, it is my so gosh. bright. Oh, wow. Oh, goodness. I don't know if all the blue is off. <laughs> That's a quote of the morning. Oh, goodness. <laughs> is it still on you, Mercedes? The, the lip and actually the, the stain on your hands? You still got it? I got most of the stain off of my hands. I haven't even looked in the mirror. I don't even know if it's still on me. Let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah. It's still on me. Is it on you, Steph? Oh, no. I took that thing off. Steph it was <laughs> too bright. I think it's going to be on me for a while. I'll, I'll work on it later to try to get it off. We'll see. Steph was back there for like 20 minutes just scrubbing her lips. Oh, yeah. man. Extra exfoliation. <laughs> today. You picked the color. It was you, JC. I didn't know it was going to last 24 hours or it was going to 
to put some thought into this. And that'll do it for show number 1446 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. 